0: Cackerell's Keep, Chapter Two The Battle of Green Gate. Garin squinted up into the darkness as he continued to ascend the ancient twisting steps of the Necromancer's Tower. What little light there was in this place seemed to emanate from the walls themselves an inconsistent shifting film of luminescence that shone with a strange ice blue hue. With his vision so limited, Garin strained to hear any sound that might echo down from the chambers above, but he heard nothing. Though this was the case, he was certain that the dread necromancer Cacarell was aware of his presence. The desiccated sorcerer had surely placed all manner of dark enchantments on his stronghold, and as Garin moved cautiously, he felt as though baleful eyes tracked his every step. His mind traced back, to the vantage he had had from the courtyard where he had spied the two black spires, twisting up into the misty night sky. Looking up through the swirling fog, he thought he had glimpsed a catwalk bridging the two towers, but he could not be sure. He had entered the nearest of the two towers, hoping he would be fortuitous in locating Cackerel. He had met the wicked mage just once before at the gate of Groonwood on a fateful day which was now remembered as the Battle of Green Gate. Fox scouts in service to Queen Alyssa had spied activity along the border of the Endless Weald, a place where desolate plains met the fecund woodlands of the green country. Out of those barren fields, there seemed to be arriving more strange creatures each day. Garin was ordered to the borderlands charged with leading the Kestrels, a brigade of elite warriors sworn to protect the Green Country. The Gate of Groonwood was an ancient river valley, an opening carved into the dense forest of the Great Weald, one of the few places where outsiders could deeply penetrate their lands with little effort. The Queen's instincts had proved correct as soon the day came where a darkness began to grow on the horizon. Sentries on the border sent word, and soon the kestrels had gathered, prepared to defend their lands against whatever threat might present itself. And that threat was called Cacaral. The warlock arrived astride the back of a monumental black lizard, the both of them bedecked in fearsome skeletal armor. The forces which had amassed at Cackerel's calling were all manner of decaying beasts, infused with some cruel spark that drove them on beyond the limits of their natural lives. Such a manipulation of the natural order would not be tolerated in the lands of the green country. The Kestrels fought valiantly with focus and purpose. A battalion from the House of the Fox had arrived just days before, and seeing the dark threat which was now encroaching on their lands threw themselves into the battle, fangs first. Cacarol's forces were a motley assortment of beasts, monsters, and ill-willed folk. Though his fighting force was piecemeal, they shared something in common. Utter devotion to their fearsome master, to the point of self-sacrifice. Terrible mask birds flew and dove, attacking with their piercing talons and blade-sharp wings. Rabbles of impish gauntlings trundled round the battlefield, swarming the fox and elfin forces, cutting and stabbing with their crude, homespun weaponry. Beargeists and packs of cruel voidhounds prowled through the chaos, possessed by a dark and wicked magic imbued by Cackrell's ominous workings. Worse yet were the mefeto mercenaries in Cackrell's company, these cunning-faced swords rode atop battle-savvy leopards, and they seemed to flow amidst the clashing forces like deadly smoke. Their curved blades flashed with blinding speed, and many able fighters of the green country fell before them. The conflict was prolonged and vicious. Neither force could gain the upper hand. Garin found himself locked in a duel with the terrible necromancer. Cackerel's bladed staff cut arcs of burning lightning into the atmosphere as he swung it with finesse and deadly speed. Garin had scarcely managed to land a glancing blow on his nemesis' reptilian steed when he sensed a rumbling beneath his feet. From the line of verdant forest that lay to the back of the kestrels there burst forth a throng of gargantuan warriors, towering bipedal mushroom folk, warriors of the lost house. Plates of bone-hard mycelium covered their massive limbs, forming a natural armor. Wielding blades forged from hard crystal and wide, tough shields of fungus flesh, they stormed onto the battlefield in a brutal stampede. Colossal blows rained crushing destruction, and smaller foes were smashed beneath their elephantine feet. With this sudden influx of support, Cackerel's forces were soundly routed, Seeing this, the terrible man raised his wicked staff high. A bolt of lightning erupted from the clouds above with a bewildering crack. He had signaled his forces to retreat. "'Mark these words!' he cried, his twisted voice cutting through the din of battle with inhuman ferocity. "'All the beauty of this land will soon be mine, and when I return to take your country—' I will do so with an army sevenfold, that which you saw today. And with a cry, he whirled around and beat a retreat into the desolate plain from which he had come, his surviving forces tagging along after. It was then that Garin swore to himself the day of Cackerel's return must never come. They had lost too many to the cruelty of that despot. He would do everything in his power to prevent a second battle with the deranged necromancer, for it was a fight he was not certain they could win. And so, under the cover of darkness, several nights later, he left the Elfin encampment. Setting out into the desolate plain, he carried little with him, scant supplies and rations, and gold mane, his trusted sunblade. The most important thing he carried was the resolve in his heart. The resolve to put an end to cackerel, at whatever the cost. If you like what you just heard, be sure to visit www.thegreen.country for more great content, including beautiful illustrations, detailed character descriptions, and much more. The Green Country is also on Patreon, where a small monthly pledge will give you access to extra content, like an illustrated PDF of the story you just heard. Whether you back this project financially or simply share it with a friend, you can help this vibrant land continue to grow. Once more, that's www.thegreen.country. Thanks for listening!